1: Or go to Amazon.com slash news ad free. That's Amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
2: Hello, and welcome to Red Men Radio, the Liverpool podcast from us and the people at the Red Men TV. That's a lot of uses of the word Red Men. Um, it's the fourth one. We're going to talk about Cardiff, we're going to talk about Huddersfield, we're probably going to talk a little bit about City and United, even though there might be some of you listening to this after that game's been played, but nevertheless, uh, news in a moment, we we'll kick off first, uh, because I am joined from clockwise from me around the table, wow, Tom Dutton. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> ben Kelly. Hello. And Ross Chandley. Hi. Great. all. Very odd and unnatural. Thanks, gents. Um, <laughs> if you could choose one
3: Liverpool player to be tattooed on your ass, who and why, Tom Dutton? Well, the pro- like for me, this is to scare anyone away, theoretically, okay. because no one's ever going to see me ass. No one. no one? No one. No one, because I don't get it out. So I'm thinking if it, it was through, to happen... Not through choice. Exactly. So I'm thinking... I mean, maybe after that singing, you might get Somebody it. You might. But it's, it's Virgil van Dijk. It's got to okay. be him, like, with a, like a roar, a roaring Virgil van Dijk. like he's speech bubbles. No, it's not. I mean, he's facing away. He's <laughs> facing oh, No, no, actually. But,
2: so, <laughs> so you want Virgil face down on your know?
3: No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I don't want. I want it facing away. Facing
2: away. And this is supposed to, in your eyes...
3: Deter people from wanting yeah, to be near your, your bottom. <laughs> Even more so. The arse isn't enough below. <laughs> exactly, that's what I mean. It's just, it's a secondary measure. I mean, it's... Well, I mean, are you wanting are you wanting someone to get closer? Is that what you're saying, Well, Ross? I've gone for shikiri Why? In <laughs> fact, because he's the
4: smallest, and by the time the arse has shriveled <laughs> a bit more, it'll disappear. <laughs> <laughs> but you well,
3: you can get it as big as, as you oh. want. Shikiri. Go yes. on. I'm I'm like, like, mean, that yeah. big,
2: <laughs> a bit life-size, and it's still a bit hard on that one. <laughs> be a pimple.
3: Okay. Go uh, I've gone
5: with Van Dyke, but for completely different reasons. I've just gone because I like Van Dyke. I mean, if I've got to choose, I wouldn't choose to have somebody's face tattooed on my body of all the tattoos I could have. But if 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 I had to have a Liverpool player of the current squad tattooed on my body on my ass, and that was a choice I had to make, I'd go with my favorite player, and it's Van Dyke. It's okay. just it, I, why I don't understand what on earth would possess me other than this question.
3: Well, you're never gonna see it, so does it matter? Well,
5: I suppose it doesn't, but it's still, I don't know... it's still my body.
3: It's a hard, but it's a very hard question. You've to someone as well, haven't you? Yeah. Why have, yeah. You, why have you got that? Because it was a question
2: on the No, but you wouldn't have to because you know you, unless you're getting it out. You, you, it's one of those things that you probably would act like people have got knob piercings who, who actively <laughs> look to whip them out and every yeah, yeah. given an opportunity. Just go, I've "Got me knob pierced? Look, it's fine. I believe you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not something I think you'd lie about, and if you did, then that's your own set of problems. Mm. It's is absolutely fine. Um, I, I, I reckon I'd have to go down the route of. Anyone ever watched Jackass back in the day? Yeah, yeah. And Steve O basically got himself a tattoo of himself on him on him, Is, it on, his, is it on his back or is it on his front? Anyway, but like something like just something hilarious. So it's whether you go with like a full like
3: Beautiful. massive laughing yanking clap. Oh, okay. I mean, it's just player in the question. Okay. <laughs> well, you you could do. You could do he a, was a player. You could do um, a Bobby one with like a.
2: Shannon oh team. yeah. Oh, you know. So, but I, but like the com- the comedy said, does it come from being like, it's like or it's Moreno? So, it's yeah. just something because look, Carrie's trying to catch your ass. I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, but it's something like it's it's a, a hugely regrettable decision, yeah. no matter who you get on there. Yeah. So it might as well be a, a talking point. Yeah. And not like you know you you, you stop liking a player like you, you might go off you might just might go off fans like, you know what I mean I know, I know it's unlikely but you might you, but you might you know you, you can change on this whereas there's just Alberto Moreno oh and you just have a giggle like you know what I mean what the fuck have you done there <laughs>
3: that's a really tough question If I mean anyone listening let us know who and why because I really struggled with this mm. um, yeah let's not comment uh, yeah. you could have Stephen Gerrard and then he if you wouldn't wipe yourself properly it looks like he
4: slipped
2: on mud. <laughs> wow i don't want to relive that brilliant i thought we'd i thought we'd I mean, that was all yeah. it was all put to bed robertson yeah. slipped, slipped
5: and I Have covers Robinson, then. Have Rob- why because he's because if back. he slips oh, and right, he's okay. fr- and he gets oh, right, mud right,
2: yeah. on him but it's fine oh. brilliant um <laughs> caught back. offside ran an article uh at the weekend saying yeah. that liverpool fans mocked the death of emiliano yeah. salah um just to clarify 100 percent not true no absolute complete and utter fabrication Um because i've said ran an apology mm on the twitter which basically was weak uh, was. it was uh, i i am um, this is the thing for, for, for me M- me and Chris, just the big section on our on our podcast this week about how look you can make mistakes in life and particularly when you're working in an industry that's not particularly well regulated at all Um, provided you know you're, you're penitent after the fact and you make you go to every you know length to, 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 to undo the thing and you you know and you, and you see to be better off the back of it then you know look we can all make mistakes and we can all move forward from them it took them like they apologized and then it's and then they still didn't delete the article now they have deleted the article but it's this point of if you if you want to be a legitimate organization this is this is the difference between the press and not the press. And we give the press loads of stick, and there's this notion that the press print lies, and some of them do. They do. Um, But they are regulated such that everything needs to be sourced. If you're going to put something out in the media, you need to have at least two sources on that. Oh, well, they had two tweets they to go They claim off. they had two <laughs> tweets to go off, which, again, we're living in a world where Twitter's not a
3: source. No, it's not
4: at all. It's not very forgiving either, well. because once, like, even if they put that out, and you know someone will always clip that up and screenshot it, and, it, and it's there forever. Is the problem? So exactly. like, and if it ever goes out in ours, I I question myself two three times if it's something that I'm not sure of, yeah. or I'll go I'll come to York or Chris or whatever. They've basically gone for fifteen minutes of fame, in my opinion. Have gone. Oh, we'll put this out. We'll leave the article up because you know we'll get all the link clicks of people checking out or what what's going on. You know they've got some sort of marketing from that, whether it's negative. But you know, there's no such thing as, as bad. Well, I, think, it, I can't it, think I've talked it, about
2: caught offside before yeah. or anything. No, I wouldn't exactly. say the show. So oh. they, they would have
4: been trending on, on Twitter, no doubt. People go over there. They have still got what, what thirty or thousand followers on there. But
3: yeah. it's going to be deeply offensive, no matter what way, whether it's true or not. It's deeply offensive. Regardless, mm. like, uh, all right, if it did happen, which it never, I guess you've got to kind of call it, call it out. But the hey, problem with I'll be it is- honest,
2: Tom, it's not caught offside's job to be breaking news stories no. about about these things. I mean, to be perfectly honest, if they are a legitimate organisation, they've sourced it, mm. and if they're not, then wait
3: until you see this in a proper newspaper. Who will have done the yeah. due diligence on it? It's it's these articles where they're just literally getting tweets for me, and mm-hmm. all right, like some of them are just happy-go-lucky. Oh, there's an article of. Oh, all these people were, were, were laughing at some player. Ha, ha, ha. And then you post people's tweets, and that's the article. Fine. But when it's a serious thing, mm-hmm. you can't just... Post people's tweets and then go. Well, what's our thoughts on this? No, that that's not. Unless it's a respected journalist who's come out and that's how they're breaking the story. Yeah. But it, it's a joke, the problem man.
4: is, we obviously we all know this like negative connotations with some Liverpool fans. But we did a podcast about we can't brand the Chelsea fans racist because mm. they're not. Yeah. And they, they, they've ridden on that and gone. Actually, we'll put something out. We'll make it believable because some something goes on Twitter or whatever. Well, it's, it's jumping
5: can't... on the it's jumping on the the hate of Liverpool fans. Yeah, yeah, the, exactly. it's, it's that, and, I, and I don't want I don't want it to be like almost if we're, we're. I, don't, I hate using the, the word but as if playing the victims with this where oh poor us you know we're, we're up but it is almost a case of they've seen opportunity that nobody wants they've seen the, the general consensus of Twitter is that nobody wants Liverpool to win the league everybody's against Liverpool fans all the time they've gone well we've got an opportunity here we've heard a couple of things let's be first in breaking mm. this potential story it's the way it is You know, it's it's speed over accuracy at the moment mm. that, that is the way the journalism industry works now if you can get something out quick it doesn't necessarily matter whether it's right because people are going to be talking Talking about you, and people are going to come to your website before they've been anywhere else to read that story, yeah. and that's what's important. And it's a shame. It's just some
2: lads, by the looks of it, because I saw a, a tweet from someone who was that a little, Man United fan, something other, yeah. and he put the tweet Correct. out, and then afterwards he said, oh, "God, I love this game" as, in, as a follow-up tweet, because he knows what he's done. He's yeah. done. He's done that just simply to troll. To troll, and it's been picked up by by these, and you know, I mean, look, ultimately, no sympathy for them. More fool them for being for being. Caught up, caught up in it, so to speak. But um, I like the way Peter a Moore does, dealt with it. I really do. I like didn't actually way. see. I saw that there was mention of Peter Moore being involved. Yeah. He
3: asked them to follow him, and then they got a DM, and then after that, but he asked them twice, didn't he? And then they, mm-hmm. they they've obviously apologised. We Stephane there I went, "Hey, not on, sort it out," and they've gone, "All right." And then that
4: just, lad who originally tweeted to a succession of tweets like that, and went, "Oh yeah, I've said a, a, a DM from a, a Liverpool lawyer asked me to take it down." It's like again, you're just riding on like this, this notion of social media, going, oh, you get five minutes of fame, going, oh, <laughs> going you, man, you
2: think, we think about Liverpool and we think about the stuff, you know, they get criticisms and have done for a number of years. And I think a lot lots of that started to subside and helps when Liverpool are good on the pitch. But this is the shit that they've got to deal with. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they've got people who. There'll be plenty more between on and in the season. Oh, absolutely. These are the random things that you've got to deal with when you're running a football club. like Defending people, making up absolute bollocks and all it takes. Because I've had to live with this. We've all had to live with this with the the Hillsborough Slayers. I lived in Sheffield for four years Around doing university, and I'd still I'd bump into people, and I'd, I'd, we talk about hills when we talk about the sun, and they say, "Well, you don't like the sun because they printed the truth." Mm. And it's like, because people get their opinion. If people don't people don't care to have their opinions tested or challenged. Once you've got an opinion on something, it's quite it's a lot of effort late. to change it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And some people just don't care enough, so they'll get that opinion. There will be people out there who saw that, who will think who will think that is the truth, and have carried that forward because that's unfortunately the way the world works. So there's a percentage of people out there who will now. Run Strongly believe that Liverpool did this and that will colour their opinion of Liverpool fans forever because yeah. of that. And mainly kids Why? because
4: they, they don't think... Because that was at any other club or something's happened before, But like you see stuff on Twitter all the time and you go... I'll wait till I see I hear something or I see video evidence and there's nothing here and there's loads of people jumping on the bandwagon like Bound says going yep must be Liverpool, yeah. they've done it before Typical Liverpool it. fans, yeah.
5: this is why everybody hates Scousers, yeah. They, yeah. you see you have, see, you see, them all and it, all it takes is a very very small thing to set people off because people are just desperate to knock Liverpool down at the moment whether it be the team itself or the club
3: Well as long as they just make an example out of them and just go well there you go this is wrong if anyone tries to do it again, this is the thing. Make sure you source it. I think
2: Peter Moore's quite a reasonable guy, and he's a, but and, I, and he's a, but he's also a very canny business fella and, I, and I, you know, I think it would fit in the ethos of going right. To everyone, apologise, take it down, and we won't take yeah. any further action. But equally, I've talked a lot about this lately. I think you know, I. I he, it depends again how, how prepared these are to go because if they just think deleting it and trying try and get on with it is is it enough I, d- I don't know these things move on very quickly don't yeah. they people won't be talking about this in a in a couple of days time but you're, you're I wonder whether sorry Ross, in, in the instance of like the people who are making that stuff up I'd be coming down I'd be coming down on them like a ton of bricks because you can you can't get away with you can't get away with that you can't do that and expect to get away with it it's li- it's libelous yeah. yeah you know and if that was a, any other any under, any other world. There would be you would you would be getting in contact with people's lawyers off the back of it, like so. No, I, I think it's a bit, I think it's disgrace.
4: Set an example, I as I was going to say, of mm-hmm. going, you know, come down and he's like a ton of bricks now, it'll send a warrant out to anyone else who's thinking about trying it. Currently, as it is, you know, it would be another account, there'll be, there'll be millions of accounts set up, and it'll be like okay, we'll, we'll do it this time, but nothing happens
5: to court offside, so you know, it'll be fine with us. Yeah. We'll get our yeah. 15 minutes of, of yeah, fame. I think, I think it's extra, especially important, really, at the moment, the age that we're living in where we're trying to stamp things out like racism in the game, where if you're seeing stories like this where people are making up people f- chanting things when they're not, yeah. then suddenly you, you're in a massive grey area there mm-hmm. because suddenly it only takes one person to go, well... I heard a load of United fans chanting racism towards Raheem Sterling on Wednesday night, and it's not true. Yeah. And suddenly, you, you, you're being sent missed messages. Well, about... particularly
2: because of the the the, the, the whataboutism that goes mm. on in in the, in the media, that then it, all that then news use, gets used. This is evidence against something else, and mm. then it's a real thing because you've seen it twice. You've seen it originally reported, and then you see it used as ammunition in another mm. argument. And then if you're not looking to check the veracity of any of these things, you know, well, I've I've now seen it. It's 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 so real that people are using this as a counter argument in, in yeah. a situation. So, therefore, it must be. It's, a, yeah, it's, piss it's the thing.
4: same with other accounts. You, know, you can have someone who's who's a City fan or something with an AVI of, of a Liverpool, they'll say something, and everyone thinks he's immediately a Liverpool fan. Therefore, then you all get times with something that they've said. Yeah, it's the, fucking I mean, what it
2: goes into it, and it's probably, you know, we're getting mildly, wildly off topic with it, Like, but like all the deep fake stuff and all that. Like, you I mean we live in a world where you can make anyone say anything, and you've got it, you know, now it depends how much you want to stop. Those things happen. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a fucking weird mm. time to be honest. Um, but let, speaking of weird times, let's get into transfer rumours. Um, start off uh, the Express, who are notoriously horrendous for transfer rumours, um, saying that Fulham at one forty million for Ryan Sesson. I mean, I'm sure that that's probably, I'm sure that's probably a thing. I'm sure mm. they probably do want a good ch- a chunk, of, chunk of money for him. Obviously, we you know Fulham are going down. Liverpool have got a wonderful priors for buying players from relegated teams. Um, Spurs are the ones I think. The Spurs fans all think he's he's nailed on to come to them, but he's not been great this season. I don't think he's, he's set. You know, he set the league alight like we maybe hoped he
5: would. I've kind of forgotten he existed, to be yeah. honest. For large parts of the season, he's just not. He's not been on my radar at all. I mean, he was one of the players coming up where you thought, away oh, we go." You know, this is going to be. I mean, he was touted for the England squad, you know, parts of last season in terms of, you know, I'm not sure if it was for the World Cup, but there were friendlies running up towards the World Cup where people were discussing him getting a call up from Gareth Southgate, and that's all gone quiet. You know, the Nations League is coming up; it might be a good opportunity for for Southgate to perhaps experiment with the squad a little bit, but he's just not even on. He's not even on the shortlist, and I just want, I just think. I he's, Tom's done some quick googling. <laughs>
3: some quick googling. So last season in the Championship, forty nine games, he scored sixteen goals and eight assists. Fantastic return. Premier League this season, 32 games, two goals, six assists. I mean, it's the assists that we want to look into, really. Mm -hmm. So that's Trent's got how many in all all comps? I think it's like nine or something, is Mm -hmm. it? Um, I mean, it's one of them. You're playing for a team like Fulham, who aren't very good in attack, to get six assists and two goals there. Be uh, with a, in it? a better team, maybe he wouldn't get into our first 11's the thing he's is still worth
2: forty million. He's still a kid, isn't he? And yeah. I, and it's whether his future lies at left back or left wing because I, I suspect a lot of that's come from playing further up the further up the pitch this season as well. Like, but the I still I, still, I think forty million pounds is too much. Like, but you know, Ryan says you know, we we talk about this about getting the next. We're making lads who are in the t- mid twenties better at football. He's still probably what like nineteen years old. <laughs>
4: I reckon under a better manager as well. You get Fulham Fulham had three managers a season, one of which is Scott Parker. You know what I mean? So he put put Jurgen Klopp with him, you know, and youngsters in healthy competition as well. I think you find, you know, that's what Klopp's developed at our club now. And, you know, he gets the best out of people. Absolutely.
2: Um, Salah and Klopp apparently fell out and uh, he wanted a move to Real Madrid. That link to Real Madrid to come back again this week.
3: Oh, he's therefore gone,
2: Paul. Oh, 100%. Like, it's just not like, matching... like Marnie was for like the last yeah. three months.
3: Well, we're not matching his ambition in any competition. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a world-class team, a world-class manager, a world-class backroom staff. Why would he ever want to stay?
2: Because yeah. no. he can't take the penalties, Tom.
3: Yeah, there you go. Well, I want to speak we'll about talk, that later. We'll
2: talk about that on the Cardiff section, definitely. But um, now this is complete and utter horseshit. Complete and utter horseshit. And I love the fact that we were talking about pre-recording, but... It was, It came from the original Fallout thing. Came from AS, and then it's. it's it. I can't remember. what Salazar is it? Remy Abbas is it? Uh, and he. He basically tweeted. let see the talking out of the uh, AS again, which is just. Brilliant. Amazing, yeah, absolutely amazing. So, yeah, this is going to go on forever because Real Madrid have got the Dan back, he's looking to rebuild the Galacticos, etc. etc. So, inevitably, all the world class players in world football will be getting linked with Real Madrid. Also, they've it. got the
3: money for it, that's
2: but the thing. The, yeah, they have, they haven't, they haven't. So, you yeah. know, I mean, they, they, it will be interesting to see whether they, whether they do you know, Has to go to? Well, has um, Hasad has been linked for a while, pretty much was, nailed on
3: I yeah. yeah. Going, yeah. So, it, they, they're literally going to have to because Bales and even. well apparently and stuff they need a whole overhaul don't they really they're they're apparently bringing Pogba in it's going to be a great team it's going to be a fantastic summer for them because they're going to bring in some good players do yeah.
1: they replace
3: Ronaldo just, with, a, with they him? Just said
2: no, they, they it, just said yeah. They bought him. They've uh, they got The yeah. summer before, yeah. I he's but, yeah. a good player. I'll be honest; yeah. I've paid very little attention to Real Madrid this year, and that's probably because they've not been in my face as much
3: because they've yeah. been shit. they've
2: been garbage. Yeah, right. been great, great, great. Great, uh, But no, I can't see that happening. This summer, certainly not. You know, maybe I think if Liverpool if Liverpool do match Salah's ambitions and he, and we I say let's say we win one piece of silverware, we come close this year. I think you know you maybe get another year, mm-hmm. and then conversations start to be had about whether players want to move on because it, it works both ways. Weirdly, is if you don't win anything, players start to get at your feet and think kind of go elsewhere and try and fulfil these ambitions. But equally, if you win everything spot like that well no but also you go well I've done that now where's yeah. my new where's my new challenge so you know players. Well, Messi's players not done it has done he, he? Messi's, dis- Messi's not come to that conclusion yet true so. enough <laughs> and, um, but that's, and that's, the, that's the that's the ambition for Liverpool isn't it is yeah. to be a point where as long as you're in the top two teams in England <laughs> easy as that is to, to, to be yeah, yeah. Um, then What's the point? Mm. You just swapping you swapping countries just for a change of scenery, aren't yeah. you? And that's that's when it comes down to it's just a bit warmer in Spain, isn't it? <laughs> it's no. just a bit more. The food's a bit better and the, and the weather's a bit nicer.
4: Even if we win the, the league and the Champions League, just just big up the league cup to him. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. prestigious, the best thing in the world. Stay for that, mate. Be fine. Yeah, that's Jordan tremendous. Yeah. How <laughs> important it
2: is. <laughs> um, right, so Robbie Fowler has been unveiled as the new Brisbane Raw manager. Congratulations to Robbie Fowler
3: they will keep him the house, won't it? I'm gutted <laughs> we're not going to see him at the LFC Legends game, or maybe he'll fly over for them. Well, but either... stop, I
2: was actually managing a property. <laughs> <this day>. yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I had a quick look. They've uh, they've got 18 points in 26 games, which puts them ninth in the A League. They're not very good. Okay. Um, and then Ross checked when he was trying to get last season, 90. this season stats mid table. With the mid table last season,
4: Kevin's only 10 teams in the league and they're ninth. They,
3: yeah. But, but I, if there's no relegation, then it's a perfect thing for them just to be like. Oh yeah, just have a. Just have I a
2: think it's Robbie Fowler's one of them, isn't he? I like he's my favorite. He's my favorite footballer ever, basically. Yeah, my favorite Liverpool player, certainly, just because he, he was just the idol when I was growing up. Um, but no one looks at. It's weird how no one thinks about Fowler in terms of in terms of being a manager. Be interesting to see how he gets on with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. It's not the. It's not the well trodden path to go to the A League yeah. and then end up as Liverpool boss, of course. But um,
3: he, he played over there, didn't
2: he? He did, yeah. I um, so he, I think he said he. he, he his family enjoyed the time over there, and play. I, I, I wish him all the best. I think he's he's reached that point as well. I, I haven't had a brief chat with him the, the other week that he, you know, physically, you know, he, he always had injury problems anyway, and like the legends stuff, he can't he can't really play too much football now anyway because it just hurts him too much. Mm. So the managing thing, he's wanted to get into management for a while, and he's obviously somewhere nice and warm and and, and he's happy, and he's probably getting paid a fair wedge So yeah, all the best to Robbie Fowler. Totally. Um, the Red News Roundup show is coming up on the website this week, I, I believe. Steve will be in back into record that if not I'm sure we'll figure it out but yeah the uh, the TV.com for all of that stuff and a whole lot more as well all the things in and around Liverpool and transfer stuff gearing up for the summer as well right um, before we crack on and talk about Cardiff when Liverpool won handsomely slash 2-0 um, we're going to sponsor this week it is Tokyo time we've got some caps on display on the table for our video viewers Um, Tom's just making a sort of hat putting on motion there yeah. um, <laughs> like you want to go fishing yeah <laughs> so, can we just put out, like again this, uh, do watch the video version for all this of course if you listen on podcasts it's, it, it is very hard for us to describe things but Tom is wearing the sumo camouflage cap yeah. at the moment to go with his camouflage shorts yeah.
3: and I'll be honest I think you look amazing. I mean, I'll take it. I don't. I don't suit do caps or camouflage. I disagree. on both
2: counts. Anyone else? I think no. you know. I think you look okay <laughs> with not. the cap on. I think you
1: look yeah.
5: okay. Yeah. You look. You look. You're you like, like a young boy, willing, willing to learn about the world.
1: Yeah, you're
4: like you're <laughs> <laughs> missing some yarn from your mouth actually, and a spit bucket.
3: I'll be honest, I don't wear caps at all, and I've been wearing them around the office. When when he first came in, I'd just stick one on, and then obviously I have to take it off when I'm playing pool because you can't see over it. Yeah. But actually, I so I'd quite have, like. Exactly, but oh. then I look too oh. cool. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 too cool for <in> pool. <laughs> a, sk- a, sk- <laughs> <laughs> a skateboard just
4: appears in my hand. And if I do that, it's really weird, actually. I'm not a fan of caps, but I do actually like them. I mean, it does suit you. I've keep, said this
2: before. You know, there's some people, some people suit all caps, some people suit certain types. Suits caps. caps. Mm. And I must admit, they're, they, they, they're the kind of, kind of caps. See. <laughs> not too bad to be <laughs> fair but um no uh, Tom really does really does suit that and look the thing I always say on on these when we're talking about the Tokyo time stuff I'm not a big I'm just not a hat person at all but I am um, I, I, I appreciate the look of a good hat mm. and I'm so jealous that I don't suit them because yeah. I really wish it could because there's lots of people that I, I, I like and respect who look really good in hats, yeah. Tom being one of them now um, <laughs> and uh, no, but they are, they are fantastic and if you want to get get hold of a Tokyo Time cap you can do, go to bit.ly which is bit.ly forward slash Tokyo Time underscore Redmen TV um, and you can use a code REDMEN20 which is all caps redmen E N two zero. for 20% off your Tokyo Time Hats um, they've got a phenomenal range of stuff on there I, I, we've got on the table here the pink one that was so expertly modelled by the man the legend Chris Page after the week there's an all black one on there which again like I've got the Liverpool blackout yeah. shirt from this season I want
3: to suit that cap Bailey's robbed it he wears it all the time, and he looks. And he looks good in it, it. Really annoys me. There's
4: some Redman ones going into production very soon. Yes, as well. so
3: stay tuned for all that. But go and have a look around.
2: Go and have a little feel around. it. If you're into caps and you want really good ones, and it, it, even if you're on the the cap fence, so summer's speak, coming. You need it. Summer is yeah, coming, and, and this is the thing. There's a, there's a bunch of things that you need to get now. The shorts, I'm not necessarily ca- saying camo <laughs> shorts, <laughs> but it's an option it if you're is, into yeah. that kind of thing. Um, sunglasses, yeah. hats and suntan lotion, and we can box you off with not just any old hat, an amazing-looking
3: hat with 20% discount. I really well. wanted you to say, and we've got our own sun, sun lotion. Oh, Imagine yeah, it. absolutely.
2: You, you, can, you can model that as well. Just lather <laughs> yourself up on the podcast. I am
3: very pale, so it could, mm-hmm. if you like, keep yourself pale. Absolutely. That's what you want to do. Brilliant. Get involved
2: with that. We'll put the link in the description underneath, and uh, as ever, check out the Redman TV for the latest offers and stuff in regards to all that stuff. Right, Cardiff. Um... I, I, just to kick it off, I thought it was fantastic, Ben. We apparently deliberately trained on a dry pitch on Melwood just to acclimatise ourselves to this year. Again, we are we are so many steps ahead of everything that's happening in the world right now that we are actively like ruining the pitch at Melwoods. Just to give us a fractional better understanding of how the game was going to go. Yeah, carded. I
5: mean, he obviously has done his research into Neil Warnock, has I think I think I thought, yeah, I thought it was it was a really interesting insight. There was a few interesting insights in that post-match interview from Klopp. Obviously, that being one of them. The other one being the um, the corner routine that the players basically figured out themselves, yeah. which I thought was brilliant because if the players are learning on the pitch, then that must make a manager's job so yeah. easy. Right, yeah. um, but, yeah, no, the, the, the dry pitch, there it was, it was a lot of comics. It was one of Sky's narratives at the beginning, wasn't it? It was all, oh, and the pitch is dry, and, you know, that's going to be difficult. They have to put... we would misplaced a few passes and all this, and then, actually, it wasn't a problem because we'd been training on it all week and, and we were used to it anyway. I thought, that's oh,
3: brilliant. You've got to take away as many variables as possible. Obviously, you can't stop the wind and stuff, but there's been so many times this season when managers have said, no, this is a reason, out of our control, and we've just gone this is going to be out of our control let's put it in our control and let's at least give the give the players a, a semblance of what it's going to be let the grass go a bit longer you know what i mean because it all as much as you like to have a laugh about it you know makes a difference i was playing footy on sefton park the other day and the grass was too high to kick a ball on yeah. i know it's a wildly different thing no. but it when the grass is short and wet we play better because that's uh, Man I mean, City play better. Look the, at the us against Leicester. Better. We're clearing our our
5: the pitch of snow because we know that it could potentially have given us an advantage. Yeah. You know I mean, we we didn't go on and win that game, but Jurgen
2: Klopp's. Tell, it's just it's just little things that no, we didn't have do. time to do
3: the other side. Well, oh, don't we, it was that was, that, was, that, yeah, the, yeah, was yeah. that the way
2: it was uh, prioritized? Yeah, yeah. We did, yeah like. but no. But this is the point. Small gains it I thing, and that's where we're at now we're, you know people might people might be shocked by that or whatever but like i think we've done this on the podcast before liverpool have two anfield pitches they have the pitch that's literally in anfield and the company that provides that pitch has another pitch identical pitch on their like their home offices or whatever that they replicate how it's been torn up from the from the game before, so that they can monitor how the pitch works for Liverpool, so they can they can identify how it works and how it runs and all, and all that kind of stuff. They, they, we don't think about these things because we still got this whole football is a really simple game of twenty two lads kicking a football and the, the one who scores the most goals. And it, while and it's fundamental, you know best, it remains that way. There's, there's levels of inception happening around the, around modern football that we're, we're not we're not yeah. privy to. So I know I love the fact that we just yeah, I'm not sure we necessarily need to mention it, but I also like the fact that we've just done it just to just for a bit of needle. Just like they've tried this and, and fuck them. and Warner come because got all his other stuff like, oh well Jurgen, you know, Jurgen wants to try being being me, as though Mainz football club never existed. <laughs> I know. So this Mainz used to like train in a park, mate. Yeah. I'm sorry but Cardiff as much as you might think for some reason Cardiff shit it's not it's, it's not
3: a Premier not. League team I've got <laughs> Premier League all right maybe maybe championship level um facilities like there's so many clubs around world football where they're like I would love that many backroom staff. Yeah. I would love to have a kitchen that we can use instead of bringing our own sarnies. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, Do you know what, is a
4: small margin the fact that it's center offs off. Liverpool fired him wanting to win the league and he gave away a penalty and missed the header? I love that that's a small margin above.
3: that's so much because he was yeah. terrible wasn't he but he, he came out like margin. last week instead I'm of, of Liverpool misses, to win a league yeah. and then
4: proceeded to do that that Downed. header
3: was unbelievable watching that back he completely misses that I was saying on a man of match I think Sadio Mane puts him off he yeah. obviously loses Someone him to start with uh, he got a finger in, yeah. Yeah, I oh wow yeah. Yeah, fair enough yeah, fair yeah, play like- like- we, we, we deserved that win, to be fair. Mm. I mean, shaky moments, but you've got uh, again, you've got to ride your luck in this, you've got to. and um, we, we
5: created enough, I think, for yeah. the I mean, I, was, I wasn't on the final word or anything like that. I think in the first half, a lot of games this season, I've sort of sat there at half-time when it's nil-nil and been itching to change something. But we'd created enough for me in the first half for me to be like, this will come. Uh, you know, if, yeah. whether we change something or not. Yeah. Obviously, the Firmino chance is the one that you should be taking the first half, but then... You know, as, as time goes on, I'm thinking we're, we're going to create more here. That was always the attention. difference
4: for like even a season ago. Like, we'd struggle against low block teams, but yeah. we wouldn't create anything. It was just frustrating. It was going going round and well, round remember, and round. And now it's Burnley, like getting through. Burnley yeah.
2: away two seasons ago. And we, we batted Arsenal first game of the season. and we went to Burnley and we got, and we got beaten. It was literally a game of us just knocking it round the edge of the area and trying random pot shots and hoping something yeah. went in. And this is the thing the only fear was. And it was something that you you were kind of saying while we were watching the game, Tom, is that it might you know we've created we've created these chances. The fear is that we might like not just continue to create but not yeah. score. Yeah. And the re- the fear the reason that fear exists is because a Liverpool team a few years ago used to be like that, and that's what all of our fears stem from. Mm. Yeah. Is that a different Liverpool side at some point in the past did something that if it was this Liverpool, if it was that Liverpool side, it it might be a tricky situation but it's not that Liverpool side.
3: Even when it gets to the end, I, I think I said 75 minutes and then we'll be like on edge, but that's when we scored all our goals is the last fifteen? minutes. When you minutes.
2: said, oh, if we get to like 75 minutes yeah.
3: and then you went, I'm aware that's 25 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we scored before that and it's it, it's always funny because I always go back to, I think it was the West Brom 2-2 and I've said it so many times, but it's, The fans didn't give up and we got the reward. We sucked the ball in that day and then they went up and did the German thing and we got laughed at, Baz and all that. We're like, oh, German, Martin, O'Neill doing this, blah, 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 (laughs) blah. And you're like but it's fostered something. It's made the fans believe and the amount of times this season when the Everton's a massive example, the uh, the Spurs one, the PSG one, when you're looking at it, these are massive, massive results happen at the end of games because the fans don't give up, which in turn, the players obviously don't give up, but in turn bolsters them even more. It's a psychological so, it's if
2: you do, If you were doing stuff, if you were do, doing a, a play... <laughs> and half the people in the audience walked down for the last 15 minutes. Are you going to give it the bifters? I I don't know, maybe you would, maybe that's the mentality or whatever, but there would be a a feeling of... Did did
4: anyone see that City fan that got into by ITV? Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
4: like, oh, oh well, we we disappointed. We won, didn't we? No, <laughs> You <yeah>. dickhead. <laughs> I would
2: pay so much money to see the raw footage of that. Yeah. yeah. Because we talked about this the other day. They cut, they save him because yeah. they cut away to footage of the game, don't deal the celebrations, and then they cut back and he's obviously had to explain to him what happened. Mm-hmm. I would love to see the, the that set of, him, of, the, yeah. of the of the the dawning realization of what happened and him explaining what 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 he's done or whatever. Because you might know, you're people, you you get what you deserve and. I'm not going to get into this because there's extenuating circumstances around us, but this is the, you're complicit if you choose to leave a football match early, you know, because you... Well, you, that you one.
5: He's left, a very, spe- <laughs> he's left a very specific time there. He? Like, you know what I mean? There was, there was less than a minute between right. that goal going right. in right. and right the other job side. To, yeah. and he, he's not, he's up, the, yeah, he's yeah. not enjoyed yeah. any of that whatsoever. Yeah. He's just gone... That's that tram is going to be mad. Yeah, straight
2: away, and he's just got... Hey, so that was a very short window. It was very <laughs> Semi-final bizarre.
4: celebrations or tram. Yeah.
2: Hmm. I mean, I can only imagine, that he? just missed... He literally missed the... I don't know. It happens. There's some people who have to... Who've, for whatever reason, like trains and all that. Yeah, yeah do Have to leave before the game, or well they don't, don't get to. home. No, I know, I know, and I, it's a constant bugbear of mine because it's like, it's like, I was about like this if Liverpool kicked off a game kick off at two o'clock in the morning, which they do for loads of Liverpool fans, and like, all respect in the world for people who, who adapt their lives around that, mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, you know what I mean. Like if that was my entire life, I would just put, I would just watch whatever was in Liverpool at the normal time it. instead. Yeah, yeah. But, but even then, like you know, I just don't think, and if that was all my life, and it was from two o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't support Liverpool the way I support them. No, I support no. them now. I do. I just do something different. So like, yeah. I,
3: I, if you've got to get out and you've got to miss that, we, we complete. This is a complete aside, just, by the way. Just but yeah. do it like the Germans do it and have proper like proper support for all the fans traveling. Just do it that way, yeah. and then we don't have this problem and people will stay and the fans will be better because the Germans do it best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, great to see everything. Everything about this Liverpool
2: side feeding in the right direction. And one of the things that I loved. Um, I think James Milner's attitude typifies everything that I love about this squad. Mm. We'll talk about the penalty stuff, in a, the, the Salah stuff in a second, because I know you want to talk about it, Tom. But um, Ben, I love the fact that he's just, he's been doing this for, for months now. You know, like the whole, why are you upset about because we're top of the league? Yeah. You know, just buzzing yeah. off, people are asking him questions of it. Mm. He's so happy, he's so relaxed. And now James Milner is making up like, he's doing a celebration to, to have a laugh <laughs> at Virgil van Dijk. Mm. And uh, James Milner is scoring penalties in important games in the running where everything's meant to be nervous. and He's intense. just like the coolest
5: guy, isn't it? You know yeah. what I mean? I can imagine. Do you know where I think he's probably most important? Like after City games, it's like City go and win again, and everybody's like, you can imagine Trent being like, "Oh, we're not."
2: And he's going,
5: "Just, just, just chill." And you look chill. at James Milner, it's and fun. he's got his Game
2: Boy yeah. out yeah. Yeah. with a link cable, and he's playing <laughs> tennis against Virgil Van Dijk, and they, oh and they're just literally like, then they buzz the tits off, and goes, "Oh." Well, these don't care. Yeah. He
4: said he's going to go out, doesn't should... he, for the, the Manchester Derby, oh, so he's going out for something to eat. Yeah, i like, go, go but it, but we'll get, a yeah. film or something,
5: yeah. yeah. yeah I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I, I can imagine, just in the dressing room all the time, there's, the, there's just this carmel influence, and on top of that, on the pitch, where he does is he just slots in wherever. We discussed this before, obviously, he, I, I don't think the plan was for him to be on the field on Sunday, but obviously Fabinho yeah. goes off, and he's just like, what, well, oh, you need me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely fine, absolutely fine. Everybody, it's fine. Fa- I'm going to take this penalty now and I'm going to slot it away. I, I, I'd have put me out on him to score on, exactly. set, on, on Sunday, that he, penalty.
4: He got asked about pressure, didn't he? And he just went back to, well, I played that QPR game when City won the title, 3-2, and said, yeah. this, is, this is nothing. And I was like, OK, fair enough. Yeah. But it's that experience that comes into mind. Because but like, this is
2: this is the thing I've been talking about for, for years, about how you build a winning mentality in a squad when you've not won anything, is that you're all the lads who've done it uh, they, are the coolest. When you take, when you've done something once, it's so much easier to yeah. do it a second time. Yeah. It just is how it is. You know, if you walk into a new situation. For the and then and then once you once you've once you've cracked it even the basics of it it's easy to go in again I mean I remember the first time I went in Subway no idea how that place where <laughs> thought you go somewhere else <laughs> that but once I once <laughs> I've figured it out that you know you tell them the type of bread yeah. and then you go through all this kind of stuff all the fears all the fears melted away and now I can buy Subway like a fucking champ <laughs> um, but now um, but the, well, the, that's the thing now They get to just turn to James Milner and they go how's he doing and it, we say when when you're most experienced like if, if they're flapping then you know it's probably time to flap on. He's he's just there. He's just so calm, so cool. He's prepared, and this is leading in, Tom. He's prepared to walk onto a pitch in a game that he's not necessarily meant to be playing in. Take the ball off Liverpool's top goal scorer, who's going for the golden boot. Yeah. When, when we are already one 0 up in a game, because he's the nominated penalty taker, he's the best penalty taker, and he's also the the, the vice captain of the football club. Exactly. And he's it he doesn't even red. He doesn't he doesn't Omar. He doesn't shake away from it. Mo asks him, and he's just like. Why would you
3: do that? Yeah, Why would I let you don't do be that? Daft, get off me, ball. <laughs> Mo keeps all of it, and he goes, "I'm taking the penalty." Well, goes over and slots it. Even if the keeper dives the right way, he's not saving that. And it, the amount of times that he's he's, he's not like say shirked away from the pressure of a penalty there's been massive penalties this season and he's come up and 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 come up trumps and there's a big argument of a lot of people saying oh Mo Salah should have taken this you can see the demodellising nature of it all that's bollocks I'm sorry Mo Salah was upset straight after it Mo Salah's not upset we won 2-0 yeah he won the golden boot last season he's got plenty he had an opportunity later on in the game to get a goal stop moaning about a perceived thing that you think that he's that he's upset all right fair enough He's gone for the golden boot, blah, blah, blah. We want him to be happy. He's happy. We won 2-0. He's playing for the team. He did like kind of look disappointed. Yeah. But I'm
4: kind of glad that he was because if he want yeah. to take the penalties, and I yeah. want to score. But he, he did a post-match interview two weeks ago. They said oh, he was on about Marnie and Firmino. He's like, I don't care who scores as long as we win something. Exactly. And why is that argument like null now? Because he didn't get to take a penalty. Yeah, we he still he's won the yeah. penalty he
2: must be, he must immediately thinking he's like, go on, I'll, I'll I know I'll take this. Go on, I'll have this. Yeah. And Milner's like, Sorry, mate. There's rank, yeah. there's rank and file in this in the system, and you know what? I'm having it. Yeah. So so get off. And and it's like yeah, he's disappointed, but f- fine. And and the problem we've got with this pen is that we've got now a lot of Salah fans mm-hmm. who are following Liverpool. They're not Liverpool fans necessarily. And look, there's plenty, And this is not to say every Egyptian is not yeah. a Liverpool fan. No, because there are, because there's loads of Diana yeah, Liverpool yeah. fans from all over the world. But there are a percentage of people who now, who are just Salah fans. And the lad who, who we saw the kickoffs on Twitter was putting this up and he was really upset about it and saying it was a disgrace, etc., etc. Then I had a follow-up tweet that basically said, I'm a Salah fan
3: first. He said he didn't lose sleep if Liverpool don't win games. Exactly. So, 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 what not, what so he's about? not a
2: Liverpool fan, so ultimately his opinion in this instance... Shouldn't really concern yeah. us, but this is a thing to be to be aware of now. And I, we were warned about this when because we've got a friend who's a, a, an Egyptian Liverpool fan, and he said Roma got a bunch of you know yeah. a, a Egyptian following them because of Salah. You speak to it, it's a mentality we don't really get so much. Maybe in the 80s, when like Lineker went and played for Barcelona, people might have paid more attention to that, or, or Mark Hughes played for, for Bayern Munich, you know, he might have had those kind of things, but it's not something that we're really familiar with. I mean, with. there is a big, there's a big.
5: It's kind of the same with Ronaldo and Messi. You get a lot of yeah. one or the other, don't you? And then, and then you end up with the big debate about who's better. They've well, got their own realistically, Yeah, they've the got the, they've got their own fans. I mean, I imagine now there's a lot of more Juventus fans this season because because Ronaldo's gone over there. I think it, it, it in one in one aspect it's a good thing for us because more more eyes on Liverpool Football Club in general is is a good thing. We're going to sell more merchandise. We're going to grow as a club. That's fine. Um, but yeah, you're going to end up with. You're going to end up with those people either way because mm-hmm. first of all, people just want something to moan at all yeah. the time. So, mm-hmm. so if Liverpool win in the top of the league, people people are never happy. Yeah. People just people just want something to to be upset with because for some <coughs> reason that gives them a purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, yeah, it, it is one of them. There's loads of there's loads of Hazard fanboys who think that he should be getting Player of the Year, mm-hmm. and he. He's not. He's not player of the season, is he? He's no, just no. not. And but people have a bias towards their favorite mm. players. It's just. It's just it's the way. Just, it's the way modern football fan bases are.
4: Yeah. You can't mind about Jordan Henderson anymore. You can't mind about Bubac. You can't mind about FSG. No, you yeah, just find yeah. the tiniest thing. And go. Oh, well, Salah didn't take a penalty. There's yeah. a problem.
2: But this is the thing. It's, it's it's hard to differentiate because you know again it's a, it's an unusual situation for mm. us to be in the, in in this boat where you're right the Messi Ronaldo kind of thing when you're a global superstar. <laughs> Particularly from another from another country, you do naturally have fans. I mean, I guess it's a bit like us paying a bit more attention to LA Galaxy because Gerard was there, or we pay yeah. a bit more attention to Rangers because because Gerrard's there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There might be people who pay more attention to you know to is it Dallas Rooney's at or whatever, like you know what yeah. I mean? Because he be, because he's there, etc. We don't really get that. Culture in the same way. I, I was speaking to an um, an, an Israeli fellow do the week who like Yossi Benayoun. Big it was a big deal for Yossi Benayoun to be, and you, you, you'd pay more attention to the games that they they were playing in because you just would. And it's again this is why we've had things like people those cri- extra criticism of Mane when it's yeah. like Mane not passing to Salah because all the people who are Salah, who are most Salah fans. Just want everything to revolve around him. I think I think it's really fucking weird. I mean, to it's,
3: it's one of them where it's literally just the fans talking about it, which is something I take half from. The players don't care. The players at the end of it, most Salah might have gone, I wanted to take that. And James Milner's probably gone, Well, look, next time, maybe you can win with 3 0 up. But look, <laughs> yeah. I had two, and Salah have gone, Yeah, no, fair enough, James. Nice one. Salah's Flick's probably not thought it. about it since. No. And the thing is for <laughs> us, no, <he's> <laughs> exactly, yeah. 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 the thing is for us, because we've also got
5: this stupid clock. Salah fallout, nonsense story that's broken. We make the link of a little bit and go, oh well, you know, what if there is a pro- in all this. Salah's probably gone off the pitch and gone. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, would well, you want to take the penalty? All right, I'll, I'll James might not play on Friday against Huddersfield. I'll I'll take the penalty yeah. then. He he gives, he gives <laughs> earlier on in the season Salah gives the penalty to Firmino, for Firmino to have his hat trick and you go, "Well,
2: little show of hands. Yeah. A penalty, it's a penalty, last kick of the game against Wolves. To get to win Liverpool the league title, who who would you rather have take the penalty, Salah or James Milner? With Milner on the pitch, James Milner, Milner. Hands up for
3: James Milner. He hasn't missed a yeah, penalty in the league for yeah, us,
4: yeah. <laughs> it's that simple. You, you could say Salah scored that penalty for Egypt in the last pin centre to the world cup, but like you said before, there's rank. And I just wouldn't, that, I'm
2: sorry, but that penalty is just as likely to go 20 yards over the bar or you're yeah, pressure. No, I know, I know, but what I mean is he doesn't. James Mill... that's a look at the way James Milner strikes that penalty mm. against Cardiff. That is a man who uh, is a man who, who takes penalties. Yeah. Most Salah runs and kicks it as hard as he can in the general that you, there is no control over where Salah's put that penalty no. he's just twatted it as hard as he can and that's the right thing to do actually in that, in, yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes in those situations but um, yeah we've seen him miss that that penalty for, for us by doing that by thinking that's his tech, that's not your technique that's the absence of a penalty technique that's, that's just yeah that's, that's open for the best and I like that that Milner's gone in there and gone look we are winning that game but 2-0 is game one yeah and this is my job. This is one of the things I'm on the pitch for. And also, let's be honest, it takes me a little more goals. Yeah. You know, he 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 wants to have he wants to have as many yeah. things on his on his name as possible. He's not, Cardiff he's not
3: Cardiff went through later on in the game after a penalty and nearly scored. Mm. Or like it uh, didn't nearly score. It got blocked, but like you were through. And if it goes to one one at the end, because Mo Salah's taking mm-hmm. it, Mo Salah probably puts it away at the end of the day. But if Mo Salah doesn't put it away, then everyone's going, Why is Mo Salah taking that? Klopp, what are you doing? Klopp would have been fuming. You saw it when um I can't remember what team there was a team and, and someone just took the pen Fulling. and missed it. Yeah, and they were like, What are you doing? We've just lost the points there because you've been a knobbed. I don't well, think he's blatant either. It was, no, we was did it a it was he, not a He, he, he did, just took it often, didn't he? Yeah, but yeah. they've 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 they sent him away because he had yeah, a fight, but, the, but think, you know, of the, think of the Fulham
2: game with 1 0
3: up, exactly. Brian Babel scores and 1 0, and it actually takes a
2: penalty for yeah. us to get that game to get that game yeah. over the line. Milner's just like, Well, look, he's running the risk, and this is true leadership. And this is once again why James Milner's brilliant and why this squad is fucking brilliant. Is we've got genuine leaders in that team yeah. who are like, I'm just going to take this out of Mo, Mo's hands because it's great that he wants it, and it's great that he thinks he's made this decision. But it's rank. Again, once again, I'm pulling rank. I'm taking this out of your hands because you don't need it. None of us need it. I'm just going to step up and score. (laughs) No bother. We've got this game won. And then if something happens down the line, then you know what. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll make that decision when we come to it. But no, I thought it was was brilliant. Um, And this is the best Liverpool side in Premier League history, Tom.
3: Wow. This is unreal. And and it's been building towards this. It's been building and it's going to stay like this. And that's the best part for me is you're watching this team that got formed i remember a few seasons ago you're looking at the side there's 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 there's, there's places in the squad we're like okay that's going to be good in the future we've got people there and then we got rid of all the deadwood we brought in loads of loads of good players to then be higher so the good players we have then went to the squad players and now you've got a really nice harmony in the side and i i just love what Jurgen klopp's done for this club mm. i i since he's come in He's been the perfect man. We knew he was going to be the perfect man, but you're like, I was going to work. He had that dodgy season at Dortmund. Well, do you remember the first, the the first
2: couple of months? And We were doing, still doing social club with bosses at the time. And I used to get it all the time. Bennett was here. Jurgen Klopp's style of football has been figured out. He got figured out in Germany. Oh. Dortmund got figured out. That's why he had that crap mm. last season, and it, that's why it's not it's not really kicking on for Liverpool. And it may, you know, as it turns out, it was more because let's be honest, we had our squad was a bit crap yeah. by comparison. We've now bought, we've bought well, we've bought, we've trained exceptionally and we've bought big, um, and now Jurgen Klopp's brand of football has gone on to an absolute another level.
5: Yeah, and I think it's a it's a credit to him, but it's also credit to whoever's running things upstairs because, yeah. you know, they what they've done is they've gone, look, we're going to get this manager in and then if we're going to make a big decision like that, we've got to let him make the big decision in terms of recruitment, rather than have a stupid transfer committee where you end up with players like Mario Balotelli that the manager doesn't really want. We're going to let him. We're going to let, we're going to trust in him and his footballing brain to go. This is the system I want to play, and these are the players who are going to slot in perfectly. Other than Loris Karius, maybe Marco Grivich, who still might come good. Every big money sign that we have made. I mean, Nabicator's still up for debate, but I think he will come good. Every single one has been perfect. I'm not even
2: sure that it's necessarily because the transfer committee still exists. We still mm. use the transfer committee, but, but it's, it's, there's
5: so much more influence than the manager.
2: But no, but I think it's 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 the other way. It's it's the more that everyone trusts everyone else to do yeah, the jobs yeah, that yeah. they're supposed to do. So when someone comes, when Edwards comes to Klopp and says, "Mohammed mate trust me," he goes, "Okay." No yeah. problem. So you don't have a situation because you have this in life when when you when you feel like you've constantly got to prove yourself. So you're overproven and then maybe you double down on someone. This is what Rogers did with Ben Teche. Yeah. You double down too hard because you your vision's clouded because when you're under pressure to prove yourself, you maybe go a little bit harder, or maybe you make your opinion a little bit more staunch. We see this in all walks of life, don't we? When you know you maybe you've you've put a bad shout out there, and rather than go, "Oh, that was a bad shout," no, you just dig in. You dig your trench and <laughs> oh, you prepare yeah. to die on that hill for the, for <laughs> all eternity, and that's ultimately what what happened. But this is the thing, we've got we've got it's what happens with trust. This is what happens when we say, Jürgen can relax; he's not asked. He can afford to." Say You know what, I'll take Fabinho off when he's had a little bit a little bit of a knock on the head because it's not about today, it's about next week and it's about the next six months, about the player's career. He's not having to build a side that's do or die every single year. Yeah, is you're having a squad for the first time,
4: it's quality and depth that I don't think i in my lifetime as a Liverpool fan, to be honest. I think even when you go back to you know, 13, 14, we had a good 11, 12, maybe the others, but then you look on the bench and there was nothing. Mm. Now we've got the, the, the ability to say, you know, what's the best midfield three? You no come idea. Up with, exactly, yeah. you've got no idea because it depends on you who could you're ask, playing.
5: For, you, could answer, you could ask that question to all four of us, and we could potentially
2: yeah. all come up with four different answers yeah. to that we, We're all going to say Fabinho, Hendo, and Abby, right? Right now. Co- currently, yeah. <laughs> but exactly. But, but the point is. I think Dribble Genie's <laughs> in there, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of Abbey <laughs> So
5: yeah. you go.
4: What Last season, <laughs> we're, at this stage of the season, if one of them got injured, you're like. Christ, I'm relying on Adam Lallana, as you did in the Champions League final, who wasn't up to speed. Now, if someone gets injured, you can go, well, perfect example, on Sunday, You know, Fabinho comes on, gets injured, I'll just put Milner there instead, fine. If he gets injured, I'll put Shaqiri so there. we were
2: talking about Adam Lallana three weeks ago, Tom. We were all made up to see him back in the side mm. and there was a question he was in our best midfield okay. all of a sudden. And now he's back to being sixth choice you can't
5: stay fit enough to
2: be any higher up no back but the point can. but this is the point though isn't it is that there's a lad who's good who's, who, we if you drop a lot into our team at any point between now and the end of the season no one would bat an eyelid anymore because well, we know he's good enough
3: you can talk about the squad and that but i i want to i want to talk about the first teamers because a few seasons ago maybe even last season oh who's world class in this team we maybe have one world-class player i can say Alisson's probably world class in terms of top tier mm. goalkeepers. Yeah. Van Dijk's definitely world class. Yeah. You've got a centre defensive mid. All right, maybe he's not world class, but he's he's on his way there. The front three is a world class front three. It just is. Left you've back. got all these yeah left back best in the Premier League in my opinion, maybe best in the world. You've got a you've got an up and coming right back who's maybe rated as the best up and coming in terms of monetary value. You've got this squad full of world beaters, absolute world beaters who. Uh, all international grade, all playing top tier football constantly, yeah. and then you've got the like you say you've got the squad to back it up of again international quality players. Chuck join that conversation now as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we came, we came out of, England cap. Well, no, is
2: he? Not yeah, at times but like but we came out of thirteen, fourteen, and we lost we lost Luis Suarez, who was our genuine world class player. And Gerard was having his last hurrah as yeah. a world, as a world class player. And then Daniel Sturridge was, you know, if he'd stayed fit, I think he'd have, he'd have, you know, been creeping into that, into that bracket certainly. But I think, you know, after that, what did, what did, what did, what did we have? Who did we have? You know, Coutinho started to step up, mm. but did Coutinho? Catinho never had a full world class season for us. You know, he, he threatened the season where he left. He was he was playing at a world class level. Yeah. He'd have finished that season on twenty five plus goals because that was what he was on on target for, and we'd have looked at him and gone absolutely nailed on world class. And then since then, you're dead right. Without a shadow of a doubt, you're talking Van Dijk and Salah. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, and then you're right. You're then talking about the brackets, aren't you? Of are there, is there anyone? Are there any better goalkeepers than Allison? There's no one better than Allison. Therefore. He's in that. He's in the bracket of the best goalkeepers you can you can get. Other for you're right for Trent. For his age category, can you get better than Trent Alexander Arnold? Probably not. No. In terms of left back, it's mad for us to talk about. Like it's almost like embarrassing. You feel like he embarrassing to talk about Andy Robertson being world class, and yet. If he was Spanish, he wouldn't be. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That, that he is world exactly. class. Yeah.
3: Look at his return. We do, You you mention it every time, and Bailey mentioned every time. The the assist return mm. for your fullbacks. That's the I think that's the best of any pair of fullbacks ever. Their mm. their assist return this season, um it for me that is unbelievable. And and. Even you talk about look, you've got Joe Gomez there. We we there was a there was a point in the season where we were going. I would have a short at centre back. I'm not sure about our centre back options. I'm happy for any one of them now to come in and slot alongside Virgil Van Dyke. Yeah. Gomez can come in. I'm fine. Joe Matip's been performing at a top top level. I'm fine with it. Dejan Lovren can come in. I, I I'm fine with it. I don't want. Everyone's talking about. Oh, should we sell them? What's the point? Yeah. I mean, you can maybe get better. But we've got good enough, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, no,
2: absolutely. And that's it. And this is before, you know, we could go through all that squad and you're talking bare minimum is international class. Yeah. You've got a range of international calibre. Won the kids and genuine world class players in, in the squad, and that's what's been what's been built over the time. Um, right, we're going to talk about Huddersfield in a moment. Before we do, uh, we've been hitting at this for ages. The very first match and Page podcast is out right now. The channel got to ten thousand subscribers without a single scrap of content. Now there it is. There it is. It's up. It's me and Chris together chatting random stuff and life. But what we did as well, which I thought was quite interesting for the for the Red Men listeners or whatever. Obviously, Chris got some stick a number of years back for. Uh, a rather infamous rant about the Chelsea Football Club, and um, we we got a really in depth chat about it. What that was like at the time, and how that impacted his life ever since. I think it's fair to say that your life hasn't been the same no. since since that. Point.
3: No, no, it hasn't. And listen, I am, you know, so many people meet me and reference that that I've become defined by seven seconds of words that came out of my mouth. Yeah, which I think if anybody took the took a look at themselves to think that you are defined by about 20 words, mm. your entire life, you know, I was 31 at the time, I'm 36 now, I'm defined by about 20 words and that's what people think I am and who people think I am. And that's not right, you know, we've done so much good stuff, um, both, you know, at Red Men and before Red Men and stuff like that, that, to think that people just think of me
2: as some kid who fucking spouted off about Chelsea and to think that people think that I'm a
3: homophobe because of that. Yeah it's madness, it's madness, and it's maddening, more importantly.
2: Right, yeah, fantastic, we'll put a link to that in the description, and uh, we'll annotate to it at the end of the YouTube video as well, other than that, you know, just check my Twitter, or Chris's Twitter, out if you want more links to that, um, but yeah, we some of the more daft and irreverent stuff around that, but yeah, some really in-depth stuff as well, the feedback's been absolutely magnificent on it, so yeah, go over, watch it, like it, share it, subscribe, that'd be great.
0: For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
1: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
2: Town then, Ross Chanley. um the end of this season is so close. Like it, I, I keep looking at my calendar and being like, oh wow, yeah. It's like this is there's three games left to go in, in the league season. that's you know, once this is out the way, it's it's tantalising. Obviously, we're recording this Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. So obviously, Man United City, we'll chat a little bit about that. We can't go too heavy on any of this stuff for people who are listening after the fact. But um I don't think that game for the start should have any impact on how Liverpool approach this. The simple fact of the matter is, regardless of whether City drop points or not, Liverpool need to continue to be relentless. They need to just go get Huddersfield, get them in a headlock, beat them into submission and walk away with three points.
4: Yeah, I think it's a case of just getting chopped on, isn't it? The way that Huddersfield have been playing, the way we've been playing, it should be no contest, Mm -hmm. but he can't let complacency crick complacency Creepy. creep in mm-hmm. even um but i think that comes back to that mentality You've so I complacent thought, with that sentence that is yeah <laughs> about james Milner. what happens yeah. <laughs> <improve>. <laughs> um you know we've developed a mentality of, of not being able to do that and just saying you know we need to, got a job to do everyone's got their own roles and then like i've, I've been in fear of that draw or or you know Losing to someone who's a potential banana skin—they don't want that to happen anymore. I and mean, the past couple of weeks, it took the Chelsea game to go stop worrying. Mm-hmm. You know, if these guys know what they're doing now, and whatever the, the plan is, do just do it and, and kill it. And I think you know, being at home is a massive advantage, being so close. I think that result will play into the hands of the fans because if, you know, if City drop points, or whatever, I think it's just going to be
2: immense uh, oh. at an Anfield, which will, will play into the local players eventually. I think. I mean, on paper, Tom, this is that this is our easiest. Game between now and the end of the season. Um, I, I'm I'm a little wary. of Huddersfield, if I'm perfectly honest, I haven't seen them up close in the uh, in the away game earlier in the season. They actually, I know it was a bit of a makeshift Liverpool side, like, mm. but they gave us a real game. Um, hopefully, look, they're all just done and dusted, and they're just you know feet up on the beach, you know, working out how they're going to earn enough money <laughs> compared to this season when they're in the championship yeah. next year. Um, but again, the complacency thing. The good thing what we've got going for us this year though is that I just. I don't
3: fear Liverpool complacency anymore. Not at home. They're genuinely, there's no better place for football on earth right now than mm. Anfield. Whenever Liverpool play there, it's it's a foregone conclusion. It was like 18-14 when you go and you, you, you'd know that you scored on more than three mm. every single game and it's like that at Anfield now. Every time I go, every time I I, I watch this on the telly, whatever, I know for a fact the players are going to put out a performance and the fans are going to put out a performance and... It's what game was it where we just we, we stepped it up on a three o'clock kickoff and it was it was a brilliant oh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth. Yeah, and everyone just game. everyone just came up, rose up and went, right, this what it's gotta be, this the level it's gotta be now every single game and it's gonna be that again because we know how close we are and you can't be complacent because look, City could we could feasibly end this season having won nothing mm-hmm. and being so close. So it's it's Barcelona beat us and whatever, and City just win the remaining games and they, they finish the, the season like that. But that doesn't change the fact that how good the season's been. Yeah. That doesn't change the fact that we're still challenging for so much, so much. And I think Klopp said it the other day, if you're only fighting to, to get the Holy Grail then what's the point? You've got to do it because you're better than yourselves. Yeah. I think Anfield, regardless of what happens at the end of the season, is going to be just the same fortress, maybe even better next season because of this. Yeah. It's all a building process. That's what it's all been. Yeah. You can't be I, u- upset. I was, on the, I was on the train
2: back from the Southampton game. Ben and I got chatting to a, a group of lads who were all Oxford United fans and they mm. were all on their way up to watch them play Walsall in like a League One relegation mm. battle. And they were all just like... I mean, funnily enough, they had a great knowledge of what was going on with Liverpool, which maybe tells you how you split your attentions a bit more. But, you know, I, I, I often think about fans of, of, of clubs outside of the big, you know, the the, the, the big things, the big fights and what have you. And if it was all about the Holy Grail, as Jürgen kind of said, you know, saying and how people sort of seem to dream that it is, no one would watch. No one would watch any other football no. clubs. You wouldn't go. You wouldn't play footy yourself. Mm. You wouldn't take a football to the park because yeah. what's the point? Because you're never going to win the Champions League. Exactly. <laughs> <Champions Yeah>. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like just a waste of bloody well, time going you know, the park it's, with it's, your friends, isn't
5: it? It's it's like I've been keeping up like, similar. I mean, because I'm from Wigan, and yesterday I've been keep following Wigan all season because yesterday they secured safety in the Championship for the first time. You know they've been going up and down for the last few years, and it's like. It's all perspective. That for them is massive. That yeah. is the holy grail. To so just, just to finish eighteenth in the championship is, is that what it is for that? Because if they'd gone down the season, they don't have the money, they'd have been in League One for they wouldn't have come straight back up, yeah. they'd have lost players. And for that it's all, all about perspective of that's just that's just where we are at the moment, but for, for for the likes of i mean you know Everton it's you know the sev- seventh at the moment is the holy grail because it's got a potential Europa league and you know after after a, a, an up and down season that's where they want to be it's just it's just depends on where you want to be as as a fa- for us right now where we are the holy grail happens to be the premier league yeah. but that isn't the case for everybody
2: else. it's one of them isn't it ross is that you know there's now enough there's enough of a bank of evidence that this liverpool side are not the Liverpool side of oh 2003, and they're not the Liverpool side of 20 oh, 2010, or 14, 15. The ones where we come really close and then we, we, we fall apart. It's exact it is entirely possible that, that could happen next season, because anything can happen in when you're alive and there's and there's things that things to be things to be played for. But it's very, very unlikely. It's very unlikely that Liverpool will just absolutely fall off a cliff. So, you know, th- exactly what the lads are saying there. This, th- we, we need to get into our heads, and I think we are, that Liverpool are actually, this is now Liverpool's level. Yeah. You know, we are going to be one of the top two or three teams in the, in the Premier League, at least for another couple of seasons, and hopefully beyond. And if we manage to secure a Premier League title in that, then we get on that. Society that we get on that cycle of winning that I always talk about and I mentioned earlier about how you winners teach you your older winners teach your younger winners and your new players come in and mm-hmm. you develop a culture of winning. We're re- we're kind of primed and, and ready for that. Really, it's but,
4: the only thing that's keeping me going at the minute. <laughs> Seriously, really? I'm just go. Well, yeah, because you know, what like you just said, we can finish on 96, 97 points. I'm not win it. That's, <laughs> that's devastating. But like you said, it's not a flash in the pan. It's not 13, 14, Like we said before, the squad—you know—people tied down to four or five-year contracts. Like you know, he's built something for a sustained period. Not like you know, if we don't win, we're going to sell all our players. That's not going to happen because you've got too many players that are, of high quality. We said before, this is not tying people
2: down to a long-term contract when you're a shit football club. You know what I mean? And, it's, and not, all, it's, it's, not, not, it's, it's not like trying to keep your marriage going by buying your buying your wife a, a new car and hoping that'll mean they love you. You know what I mean? And make them be happier. <laughs> in a, in a, in a, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that, that, which is what Liverpool were doing yeah. for years. It was like, listen, do us a favour and park all your life ambitions. Here's some more money. Mm. And uh, it will look at Liverpool fans love you. Don't forget, Liverpool fans
4: love you. It's the same with Suarez. Just give us one more season. There's no conversations being had like that. With nothing. If we don't win anything this
3: season, it's Why like we okay, can we'll...
5: laugh at. Things like the most Salah linked to Real Madrid yeah. because you just know there's no, none of us are sat here like seriously worrying. Well, if we don't win the league, then that's it. Mm. That's it.
3: Talking about this season and and the end and stuff like that. There was a point in the season where I was done. I was genuinely done. It was stressful continuously, and I was the, like the, the the football on the pitch because I wanted us to win, and I just wanted to to get to the end of the season, be done with it, and I'll know. I know whether we've won it or not. Whereas right now, um, obviously I, I'm, I would love a break from the constant stresses of watching Liverpool play and hoping that we win. <laughs> but I don't want this to end because we're playing some of the best football ever. Yeah. And I can't be asked to transfer talk because the best thing about this team is we do the talking on the pitch. Yeah. I remember we'd be like, oh, we're going to sign this player because we need to do this and this. And it's like, well, it doesn't even matter who we get, because Jürgen Klopp's going to get them on the pitch. I just I just can't, I, it's just gonna I can't be, see... It's going to be inevitable
5: fume either way with the summer, isn't it? Because I don't think whether we win the league or not that we're going to add too many. We're probably going to add yeah. one or two. Yeah. And then the, the inevitable and sudden, Twitter fume of, well, yeah. why aren't we going out and
2: overhauling yeah, everything? We don't need to anymore. Points, we don't need yeah. to. I, the, I always say, I, the analogy I always use when I talk about this season was like, I've to, I have been, go to a gig and it's just... You're just uncomfortable and you don't enjoy being at that gig. And all I, was, I, just, I just always used to wish, I remember seeing Oasis live at the, at the City of Manchester years ago, and I, it, was a, it was a brilliant gig. But by the time they came on, I was like, I could just do with this being over, but me having all the memories of having watched it. I just can't be asked to exist yeah. through it. I'm standing up, I'm uncomfortable, I need a piss every five minutes, and I'm just, it just this is just shit. Whereas when you go to a festival, This is what I know my mentality shift is now. This is not me like, oh God, I just want this all over. When you're at a festival and you can just let yourself go and be totally, you know, you just be in the moment Mm -hmm. of what You don't have to worry about it because you know what? I'll just sleep. I'll just fall down at the end and I'll wake up tomorrow and it'll be fine and I'll go and do it all over again because this is great fun. This is what I'm here for. I'm here for the music. I'm here for the laughs. I'm here for the experience of it all. And that's what I feel like with Liverpool at the moment. My mentality, I don't know, I've said it for a few weeks, it changed about three weeks ago, mm. I think it was before the Spurs game, and now, I'm not stressed anymore, other people have the ability to stress me out a little bit, like, you know, because it's hard, it's hard being around other people who aren't quite like that, because it does make you, you have to kind of put your foot down a little bit more, to kind of ramp you know, yourself up a bit over the hump of it, like, but, I am. Mean, I'm just enjoying. I'm. In, I'm. In, I'm enjoying the whole
4: experience. It's weird. I've turned into that cliche that football is always going to take it one game at a time. Whereas before, I could look at a whole month. Go, oh yeah, I've got like that game. It's like, no stop. Other field next. Stop. Don't, don't look past that. And then, you, you know, you're looking out for other games. You probably shouldn't do as a fan. Yeah. But like, I, I've not stopped thinking about that Manchester derby. I, I'm toying in my head of going. Well, they've been really shit. But they might do all right. I- you know, they need to pull the finger out. And yeah. it's going. But they are shit.
2: I'm sure. Sh- I've had enough though of people using. I've tweeted. Can't see shitty dropping points between now and the end of the season. Can't see where they drop points. i and don't give a fuck. It'll happen, or it won't. I think that's where it's come from for me, Ben, anyway, is that you've got to be laissez-faire about football because there's nothing you can do about it. We are subjecting ourselves to football. That's all that we're doing, yeah. really. If you can get yourself in the ground and you can have a bit of a sing-song and you can stay till the ninety-six minute and watch goalkeepers throw one in the cop end, great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the most you can ever hope to do, really. Um, but other than that, it's not. if it's, if it's, if it's going to happen, it's going
5: to happen. It's going to happen, yeah. yeah. Look, I mean, I'm really nervous about the derby on Wednesday as well, but either way it's it's you can't control don't worry about the things you can't control it's that you know you, you can't we can sit here and talk until the sun sets this evening we cannot we cannot control what Liverpool do against Huddersfield on Friday we yeah. cannot control the results on Wednesday night it's, it is one of the, but but uh, then, so upsetting and then, that that's the case yeah, it is <laughs> because you want to be able to the closest you can get is like you say getting in the ground and you know as you say you end up sucking on. a few goals into mm. the cop end you know, you know yeah. and you end up having those memories of doing that but at the end of the day Definitely can't affect which goals get sucked into the Stretford end on Wednesday night. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> no.
3: To be honest, regardless of all that, Messi is playing at Anfield soon. Mm. Lionel Messi is playing at Anfield. I'm
2: not even nervous about that. No. I'm just excited. I know. Because again, no. I, 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 it does. Well, the Champions League feel... of Free
5: hit though, isn't it? It's a bit more like yeah. it's a break. Because when, when we played Bayern in February, I, was, I wasn't was nervous for those games. I was just like, well, I can watch these games. If we go out, then that's, that's not the main priority. Le, 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 that is the event with Barcelona. It's like, when well, Lionel Messi's coming to Anfield, if we go out... Then it's it's a like, t- but it's
2: a eh. test. Mm, it's a, yeah, and it yeah, doesn't yeah. mean that I'm wrong about Liverpool being boss because we've proven. We're already proven we're amazing. Yeah. You know, we, we got to the final last season and that wasn't like, a, uh, you know a uh, flash in the pan that, you know we, we've, we've come back again even better this year if Liverpool lose to Barcelona it's because you've come up against a really good team I mean unless they absolutely wipe the floor with us and in which case I'd still probably look at it and go okay well, what are all the lessons that Liverpool will yeah, learn with that yeah. once I've calmed down you know because I'll be upset if I have to watch that, watch that of course but I don't think that'll happen I just think that and it we, we, it, it's going to be so... We've missed this. This is what we've missed. Yeah. We haven't watched... The last time we saw Messi, he was a child mm. just making his way into the senior team and Alvaro were absolutely pocketed him in the new camp and it was glorious. And that was like 12 years ago? Yeah. 12 years ago. Yeah. You know, we've missed Messi... We've missed his him being come up. We've missed being able to test ourselves, rightfully test ourselves against the best teams in world football. We haven't been able to experience that. We have watched some of the worst football in the the, the continent of Europe has had to offer, both being produced by ourselves and other by travelling to the fur- yeah. furthest reaches of the arse end of nowhere to watch football cups. I just don't care about as snobby and as elitist as that sounds. I don't care about FK Rabbit Nicky. I don't. <laughs> I'm dead, sorry, yeah. and I, and I, you know, I, I you know,
3: whatever. Um, Think of what we've got to see this season I got to see Neymar in the flesh Mm. There was Ronaldo last season There was Mbappe There's all these players that At some point in your life You want to be able to say I watched them play in the flesh And you're right It's been so long We've missed the progression Of these fantastic, fantastic players And now There's fans of Barcelona Who are going to go we got to see Mohamed Saladay. <laughs> we got to see Virgil van Dijk play. Yeah. That's the level yeah. we're at. Yeah. And this is... Jordan why- Henderson. <laughs> you <know his> <laughs> James Milner. Joe <Exactly. laughs> Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it is fantastic and I... Uh, Again, you you're singing the praise of these players, and I'm gonna be gutted when the season finishes when we've won the the Premier League and the Champions League <laughs> because I, I'm not gonna get to see them for the whole like four months. Three be, months? Before yeah.
4: that, but before them by Munich draw, there was a thing doing around of being sports, and you're outside the new camp, and I, I put it back out the other day, and he said all oh, the Barcelona fans don't want Liverpool in Champions League because mm-hmm. that's a team that,
2: that they fear. Yeah. That's what how far Liverpool have come in a short space of time. Absolutely right, um, brilliant. Yeah, so yeah, keep keep smiling, everyone. It is just this is this is this is what it is, you know. We this is what we've been gagging for, what we've been we've been aching for yeah. all these years, and it's not just you know since we since we last won a trophy. It, this is like a culmination. Even when we won the European Cup in two thousand five, we weren't this good.
1: No. We weren't nowhere
2: near yeah. this good. That's why we laugh our tits off the fact that Jimmy Torres got a Champions League winners' medal and Vladdy Smicer and Milan Baros and Gibraltar say <laughs> These lads have become legends, and they're not they're not even fitter, least the boots of the legends that went before them, no. and yet. You know now. You know we've got an option. We've got a, a a chance to make some of these lads live absolutely live forever, and they will they will fully deserve it yeah. as well. Um, and if they don't do it this season, then I'll do it next. Um, right, a couple of questions before we wrap up. Sam Harrison, um, who is one of our subscribers to the redmen dot com. Um, who is the most famous person that you know of that has a redmen TV account? Do any players, ex players, have one? And weirdest interaction with a subscriber now. The most fake I couldn't think of any because there's plenty of like extra people who follow the Twitter accounts. I've no idea if anyone subscribes to the channel or to the, the website. I don't, I don't know that. But I, I don't know why it occurred to me. In fact, I know why it occurred to me. I got on this day on Facebook that the lead singer from Creed. Started following us on Twitter about four or five years ago, or whatever. And I was like, Oh my god, delete singer from Creed followers! How fucking <laughs> random is that? Christian Rock, get yeah. in the best of the best. Iconically, Christian Rock, yeah. yeah, absolutely.
4: Oh, um, any, you seen any weird ones? Well, subscribes to the website. I know one it was Lucas.
2: Does he just, does he actually? Yeah.
4: <laughs> There you go. I'm happy with uh, that. Guess? I think that's good because we obviously interviewed him last. And it wasn't we've not made a
3: preferred. yeah, so yeah, yeah.
4: what did yeah. the um, there's literally loads on Twitter. Yeah.
3: Like, well Lucas watches the Man of the Match podcast. That comes him. out every single game we, Sam, we always always does he, does he say. Always comment. Always comment all the yeah, best people. Does he, does he
5: comment that the, the beans on toast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well if if <laughs> you're you wondering podcast. what
3: that is, you've got to watch it. Yeah. So yeah. you know what I mean? You're missing out on um quality. Quality content,
2: yeah. Sure. um Okay, Dan Owen, what's your favourite guilty pleasure film? Is it one that maybe the kids put on that you end up more interested than them? I'm sure Ross can relate to that yeah. um, more than these two. But yeah, go on, Tom. What's your, best, guilty, what's your guilty pleasure film? Hercules. Hercules.
3: That is one of the best films. <laughs> you said that so definitively, and it just wasn't the word that I was expecting you it's, to say it's at all. Genuinely fantastic. I watched that any day of the week. I we went, me and Sai went round to my mate's house and. Uh, uh, we put it on the telly and Sid so never seen it and by the end of it he was like, Yeah, it's not a bad film that and Sid so doesn't like my film recommendations. Hercules, the, the the um animation version, is one of the top films ever made. The game's brilliant as well. Is it is good? It good yeah. PS1 yeah. yeah. There's a
2: there's a clutch of Disney films where I was obviously in that crossover age where I was I wasn't I was too old so it's probably like university age mm. around the time that they came out all around GCSEs or whatever, and they're really good Hercules and the Emperor's New Groove yeah. are both are both really really good but they never thought of as being the classics because it was like you had that renaissance of Aladdin yeah. and then um, Beauty and the Beast and Lion King and then they were the ones that followed like. Um, Mulan's one of them as well, I think, uh, and then you come on to the more modern ones. But go on, ben, uh,
5: I just like a good. I don't mind a good rom com. I was saying to Ross in the office before. So like, I can imagine you're like. So, so yeah. we went out last week and I met you at Motel Bar. And and you will like, and they they all oh, like, what yeah. have you been doing tonight? I was just well well there was a rom com on ITV two and I just I don't what go was, into what was the rom com? It was it was uh, um, what happens in Vegas with Cameron Diaz and Aston Kutcher. It's one of them where <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've actually seen you're that. not but you're not it's not it's one of them where you're not looking yeah. for these films. They're just on the telly on ITV two yeah. at nine o'clock on a Saturday and you just go oh I've got I've got a tub of ice cream here <laughs> <laughs> um, the blouse is I've open. got my slippers then, on yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll put my feet up and they're just easy to watch and, yeah. the, and there's just there's reposition about, all the cushions yeah. on, the, on yeah. the sofa there's
2: about five funny away from lines Jones. in
5: the entire hour and a half but it's fine what yeah.
4: are you five seconds away from saying Bridget Jones but <laughs> well, yeah. I've, ne- I've, I've never I seen will...
5: Bridget Jones I've oh, never oh, seen yeah. the classic rom-com I just find rubbish ones that are on the turn I'm, I'm partial to a
3: rom-com
2: every now and then I have done
5: Jennifer Aniston's got an absolute catalogue I all I have to say
2: on the rom thing is I am made up that superhero films have flourished Mm. because ultimately (laughs) since I've had kids we, we, you've got to pick your cinema trips and I am vehement of the certain films that I have to watch on the pictures which means that we just me and Mrs don't get to watch rom-coms on the pictures anymore and I've seen some fucking horrendous yeah. films largely ones with where the two protagonists like are leaning back to back on the poster yeah. Yeah. Um, you know <laughs> and, and maybe he's she's like quite smart and fit and he just looks a little bit rough a little bit rougher, or ragged <laughs> or whatever Jared Butler's normally yeah. in them um, yeah no um, fuck that Ross what's your guilty pleasure film um,
4: you named after. For them there, it's any Disney princess film just because like I have to watch them. Yeah. And it's like they're actually quite good. Frozen. Um, yeah, frozen. I put my one on there. I don't it's not even a guilty pleasure. I
3: like it. It's not I don't feel guilty about <laughs> it anyway. Shape or form. I'll no. watch
2: it without my daughter there. Ta- Tangled better yeah. than Frozen, by the way. If anyone is watching. that the
3: Scottish one? No, no that's, that's Brave. Yeah. That's a good film. Brave's a good, good film. film. Yeah, yeah. yeah, They're all good films. Lost they're all earlies. they're all just genuinely uh, nah, there you go. kids' films like Shrek. I watch Shrek all the time, kids' films, but I'll just watch... My guilty pleasure
2: film, and Mm. I guess it's not really, I don't know if it's it's classed as a guilty pleasure, it's a a film called The League of Their Own, and it's a Tom Hanks film about women's baseball, and so all the men go off to war and the the, the, the women's baseball league gets set up in its stead, and it's got Gina Davis uh, and Lolly Petty as the main character. It's got Madonnas in it and all kinds, and it's brilliant. It's one of those films where it's like a comfort film. Mm. I can watch it at any time. You can throw it on and just... You just get lost and it. it's brilliantly produced. It's 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 a proper forgotten gem, but yeah, that's probably that's probably up there. The only other one is Last Action Hero with <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I can't watch it anymore because I loved it so much as a kid that I'm scared that if I watch it now, I will realise that it's terrible. Mm. Um, and I'll and I'll ruin a, a a priceless part of my childhood for doing it. So. It's a classic though, to be fair. It is a classic. Yeah. It's not. It's like one of it's that clutch of terrible Arnie action films we have to terminate. It's 2. a classic Christmas film though, isn't it? That's um Die Hard.
4: No. <laughs> no, that's um
2: Oh shit, no. Jingle All the Way you're thinking of? Is... We got
4: to get the last Christmas toy out I think that's the last
2: action here, isn't it? No. Oh. I mean, he oh. literally buys the last action figure. <laughs> yeah, which is in Jingle All the Way. Oh, ah, okay, that's pretty confused. But no, it's where he's, the, there's a kid and he gets a magic movie ticket and he goes into into the movie screen and, be, and becomes in the action film where Arnold Schwarzenegger it's is this terrible. guy called yeah. Jack Slater. This sounds he's awful. It's it sounds incredibly amazing. Terribly yeah. amazing. Like, yeah. It's got the guy the guy who's the dad of the Lannisters from Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's God like God. the baddie. God. Charles Dance, that's it. Brilliant. Thanks, sir. Uh <laughs> is, <laughs> is the baddie in it and he's, it's class. It's class and terrible. He uses the expression because it plays up on Arnie being Arnie, where he blows up an ice cream van and an ice cream cone, basically kills a guy by stabbing him through the back of the head, and he says, "iced him." Uh, <laughs> it's a cone of phrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: yes. All of them bad films. So like even like Piranha 3D, there's Sharknado. Um, oh. I love all Did them. You, I
2: think James Cameron directed
3: Piranha 2. Really? Yeah. Well, there's there's Piranha 3 Double D, which is okay. which yeah. is. I mean, don't watch it. It, it, it's yeah. terrible. It's They're something. all anything <laughs> where you watch them and you're just like, that acting is some of the worst acting ever. And you can sit there, have a bevy or whatever, and just sit there and laugh at how much these are taking it serious. It's great. Oh, what's the um, Deep Blue Sea? Oh, yes, what a film! Yeah, absolutely, like plastic
2: songs that have got like where the the actors in them make songs. For the soundtrack <laughs> in them, like yes. Men in Black. Yes. I think we miss that. We miss that culturally. Where, where <laughs> is that? Where has that gone? like I mean I suppose we're going to get it back with the new Aladdin live action but mm. nevertheless Um I think right. it's just Will Smith yeah that's it we need Will, classic Will Smith I'm trying to be a proper actor Will Smith <laughs> yeah. um, right we're going to be doing the bonus Q&A straight after this one with more of your questions and more of this kind of random biff but yeah uh, we've got would you rather have hands for feet or feet for hands uh, what do we think of the club selling standard and elite shirts um, who would, would be the perfect current Liverpool players to replace me and Chris on Red Men other sports that we follow uh, if we could kick one current and one ex-football a square nuts, would it be? and question. a whole lot more so if you want more from this go over to the redmen tv.com and sign up uh, as mentioned earlier, if you want to watch me and Chris's first podcast the major page podcast will annotate at the end of the YouTube video as well so click through and watch that other than that guys thank you very much thank you very much for watching and for listening walk on